Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Dr. Sidney Yee is the CEO of Diagnostics Development Hub at A-Star, and she was recently named the Her World Magazine Woman of the Year. And Sydney, welcome to the show. It is great to have you with us. Hi, thanks. Th- thank you, Glenn and you. Good morning. Yeah, very and good to be on the show. Yeah, Happy New Year. Gong Si Fa Tsai. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Tell us, uh, tell us first about the award uh, that you've received and, and kind of how does that feel? I, I say it was a little bit surprising. Um, actually, it, it really, truly came as a surprise. I, I, I didn't, I never really thought of myself as uh, that. It was, uh, you know, it was just part and parcel of uh, what I was uh, passionate in doing, you know, just uh, making a difference. In um, in the work that we do at TXT, uh, it, so the, the 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 award from her world actually, you know, because her world is after all a uh, fashion magazine, and uh, it it actually didn't occur to me that you know what we do actually would have a relevance in the, you know, but I suppose that at a deeper level, it's not fashion, um, but it is uh, through different tools. To uh, reach out to uh, women, so so that was that was uh, uh, I have to say a humbling and surprising uh, um, hmm. uh, experience. Now, Dr. Sydney Yee, you are the CEO of Diagnostic Development Hub DXD, uh, the agency there at A Star. Now, maybe for the benefit of our listeners and viewers, maybe you can tell us what you do and what you did that saw you crowned the Woman of the Year. Okay, so first of all, it's, uh, you know, I have to say that, you know, again, it was very humbling, as in uh, it really wasn't uh, the work of mine alone. It was actually a team. Uh, so a little bit about DXD Hub. DXD Hub is a, uh, a national platform um, focusing on uh, uh, providing diagnostic solutions. So basically, we built uh, diagnostics uh, uh, solutions, including uh, test kits, it's nationally, um, uh, it's a national platform of Singapore, uh, but managed by ASTAR. So we are actually one of ASTAR's research institute. Uh, we focus on uh, make, uh, working with uh, uh, different entities, not just uh, public, uh, but also private companies, uh, looking at what would be the, the urgent need, you know, from a, a medical perspective. Uh, and of course, from a market perspective as well, so that it could be a sustainable solution. Uh, and our job is to work with these different partners to deliver the product at a uh, sustainable, as in at the production level, uh, as quickly as possible. So I think speed to market is really the strength and the differentiation of uh, DXD Hub. Mm-hmm. We are one of the, I, I think we're, we're, Singapore is unique in that I, I, we've been told that, um, you know, we, we, that there isn't any, other type of a national platform type entity like this, uh, um, yeah. you know, in the world. So we're yeah. quite proud of that. Uh, t- we're talking with Dr. Sidney Yee, the CEO of Diagnostics Development Hub, A-Star, who was recently uh, named as a Her World Magazine Woman of the Year. And you, you worked specifically, I think, your team on the Fortitude, it's called the Fortitude Kit, Resolute 2.0, and CPAS. Is that is that correct, those, those three, or were there others? Uh, yeah, uh, so those are the three where we were quite involved. 
in pretty much every step of the way. We have been involved in, you know, different uh, at different level uh, in other, uh, uh, you know, sort of diagnostics, uh, um, also patient management type tools uh, for COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it's kind of a a, 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 a slew of. Uh, uh, solutions, but those are the main three. How how are they used? Would we would anyone, let's say, who's coming in out of Changi, use these? Or uh, we took the cruise to nowhere, you know, uh, out on Genting cruises. Would we, would one of those kits been uh, something you worked on? Where where are they being used right now? Yeah, so um, uh, forty two is the. Uh, currently now already being deployed in uh, more than 45 countries in the world. Hmm. So it's actually quite widely used just because it was one of the uh, earliest uh, COVID-19 tests that was uh, developed and uh, produced at such a level uh, very, very early. I think Singapore, in fact, I think was one of the earliest countries in the world that had uh, uh, regulated um, type COVID-19 tests uh, available. So, uh, so Resolute is available in quite a number of uh, local hospitals and uh, I think a few other countries outside of Singapore. And it is, uh, I think a few months ago, a couple months ago, our uh, you know, Ministry of Transport actually had also announced that it's uh, going to be used uh, as one of the tests that's uh, uh, that testing passengers that are coming in uh, uh. from the Changi Airport. Uh, CPAS is so so both uh, 42 and Resolute are uh, diagnostic tests based on uh, looking at the uh, the sort of nucleic acid of uh, the virus uh, SARS-CoV-2. So uh, basically, they are testing for you know people that maybe uh, may have been infected uh, by SARS-CoV-2, uh, where CPAS is. Uh, uh, it does a slightly different thing. CPAS is uh, what we call a serological test. It tests for um, antibodies, the antibody response in people who have been infected. And CPAS specifically tests for uh, in neutralizing antibody response, which is slightly different from just any other antibody responses. Um, there are you know, different antibodies that we, our body produces with respect to uh, an external, um, you know, invasion. Um, so neutralizing antibodies just means that uh, it is not just protecting the person, but it also neutralizes um, the mm-hmm. external uh, pathogen. So CPAS is uh, still the the world's only uh, regulated um, uh, such serological test for neutralizing antibodies by a number of regulatory uh, agencies, including our Singapore HSA the US FDA and the European CEMA. Now, Dr. Yi, if I can jump in there, obviously you're taking a very scientific approach to this and I admire you for it. But, I mean, take us back to the start of the outbreak. The race is on, both in Singapore and around the world, to develop a diagnostic test kit as soon as possible to test the presence of COVID-19. Now, I get stressed doing this radio show, and I'm thinking, if I've got the responsibility of coming up with a diagnostic test kit for the worst pandemic since the Spanish flu of over a century ago, I would find that challenge completely intimidating, overwhelming. What was it like for you and that team in that moment when it is a literal race against time 
to save lives? Uh, actually, we, we didn't have time to think about all that. It was... Uh, so actually, it, it, it was... When you think about it, when I think about it uh, a lot of times, it was uh, a really a convergence of many things um, at the same time and contributed by many people. It was... Uh, we also had the... I, I like to call it almost the, the kind of the fortunate coincidence that you know some of the people that in, that were involved at the beginning you know we were collaborators uh, for a long time so when when this thing had to happen it was just convergence of uh, you know uh, the, the many different people that had known each other for a very long time and it just kind of happened very naturally and uh, very quickly. Maybe I could uh, take you to, through the, sort of the, a little bit of the sequence of events uh, uh, of kind of how that happened. So basically, it was uh, mainly started by uh, three people. So Dr. Masafumi Inoue, uh, at the time, principal scientist at ASTAR ADDC, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Timothy uh, Bakum, senior consultant at Tan Tok Seng, uh, and uh, Dr. Sebastian uh, Morrisho, uh, Executive Director of ASAP BII. So I, I, I had to talk about them because at the end of the day, they were the sort of the three main people that kind of started this whole chain of events for 42 uh, anyway. So, you know, because the three of them have been, you know, working for a long time. In fact, Masa and Tim have been, Tim have been working since the SARS outbreak 17 years ago, more than 17 years ago, and developing different tests uh, uh, for uh, time toxin. And since then, they've been working on multiple other outbreaks, you know, your H1N1, Zika, and, you know, all the other stuff and uh, that had come uh, in between. And uh, Sebastian uh, has been uh, working very closely in terms of providing real-time information on emerging uh, viruses, the sequences, and things, so that we are able to so they are able to design the test kits uh, timely. And as it turned out, Masa and I had known each other for a long time, for over 20 years, since the early days of uh, another ASA Institute, Institute of Molecular and Cell Biology. And uh, interestingly enough, Masa sent me a text on January 12th, and January 12th was the day that the sequences of uh, the first few sequences were, were, were published. And uh, basically, we started working. And um, so between the four groups of people, um, so three of them plus DXD Hub, uh, we, pretty, we basically had um, everything, all the expertise required to develop uh, any test kits. So DXD Hub really was, so, you know, Masa and team designed the test, Sebastian provided the sequence, and DXD Hub um, is the engine that built and produced the, uh, the test um, with respect to the industry quality system. And it allowed us to not just uh, build, uh, produce, uh, get it regulatory approved, but also be able to deploy to many labs at the same time very quickly. So, so you know, it, it's just really many different people and um, and it just also was a, a, I like to call it you know fortunate, a fortunate coincidence that we kind of all already knew each other so well yeah that's a, fan, a fantastic collaboration and as as you rightly have pointed out it, 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 it can't just be one person it really has to be a team of people that are involved and Sydney when you look going forward now uh, what would you expect would be the next developments that we would see from from 
your diagnostics development hub from ASTAR uh, in the fight against COVID. We've got new strains coming up, uh, the one from the UK, for example. Where, where are you guys going next and what will, what will come out next? What's the next product or the next treatment? So I guess uh, with respect to all these variations and mutations, uh, it, it is good that it's fortunate that we um, continue to work very closely, um, you know, with the same uh, people. And Sebastian is very actively involved on uh, GSET. GSET was the organization that first published the sequences and continue to publish all the different mutations. Uh, so what that means is it allows us to uh, to make sure that the test that we build uh, continue to be relevant so that we are able to continue to detect um, the, the, the virus regardless of the mutations. And if any of the tests that we develop happen to be affected, uh, we are able to deal with that very quickly. So I think uh, on the testing side, that's kind of one aspect. On uh, the other aspect of uh, this management of uh, the pandemic is that we we do have vaccines that are being rolled out, and uh, uh, we uh, I suppose we want to have a way to get the world to the place where we are able to measure the effectiveness of vaccine. You know, kind of like how you know some of the the vaccines that are being used now. You know, flu vaccines we do it you know every year, or we do it every time we need to mm-hmm. travel, um, and. Uh, happy vaccine, for example. Uh, every now and then, we need to test our antibody level to make sure that we, to see if we need to get a booster shot. So I think, you know, this is kind of a, the, you know, sort of what we are working on right now is uh, in addition to trying to uh, develop, um, you know, more uh, relevant different types of tests, also trying to uh, uh, look at what would be a better way to measure effectiveness of a vaccine so that we can get to where we are today with your flu vaccines and, uh, you know, happy vaccines type of situation. Definitely a great news story, not just for Singapore, but also for uh, and, and the community here, professionals, but uh, also the healthcare uh, ecosystem globally. It's a wonderful, wonderful uplifting story in a year of, let's be honest, depressing stories. <laughs> this is a one story that has a genuinely happy ending and a Singaporean yeah. happy ending as well. Fantastic. Dr. Sydney Yee, CEO of Diagnostics Development Hub at ASTAR, the, uh, the woman of the year for Her World magazine. Thank you so much for being with us today on Money FM. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn and you. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.